Christ, 119 of these. And today we got a special guest. What do you call yourself? Fred Perry Fail. Fred Perry Fail. What the fuck does that mean? That means I love Fred Perry and I'm an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. I actually I, I, did a show back then. I introduced, Fred my, Perry. I introduced myself in uh, 2018 when you guys started as the, I'm a poet, photographer, and we did the, uh, the Lou Reed episodes. Yeah, I mean, Oh, glad to have Reed you back. It was, was it was great that Lou Reed Velvet on the ground. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was really good. good. You were really informative. And uh, the Iggy Pop. Yes, oh, Iggy Pop. yes, so did show up on Iggy Pop. And talking. I just want to say a shout out to my boy Jerry Smiley, yeah. who's part of what we're going to talk about. God bless. I him. miss you. I really do. Yep, yep. Um. So today's show is on Oi music, the history Ooh. of Oi music. Yes. Who's that? <laughs> A genre it's a genre it's a genre it's not it's not a it's not a person you know what i'm not gonna lie to you i have you, no idea what okay. the fuck that is and it's a it's a whole culture that it even is that is that the one where they got the skinheads yeah. yes yes whole skinhead that's, that's that, not skinhead that's, like the racist why, skinheads i think that's why mike uh, invited me to this. well the, the reason i wanted to do a show on this the history of boy music is it, it's very misunderstood okay you have that racist element to it that really has nothing to do with what oi music is oi music or skinheads in general i mean when people say skinhead they think that that's not what it is okay uh unfortunately media and whoever they call up you know like Originally, reggae had almost the same yeah. kind of. Well, that's, well, well, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, well, that's what and it was nothing about racism. No, so, just... so, you know, what's the definition of oi music? Well, officially, it's it a came... subgenre of punk rock that kind of originated in the UK in the late seventies. Now, it's also the idea of it was it was about bringing punk skinheads and other kind of disaffected working class youths together, um, and uh, famous guitarist of the band The Business, the Dave Kent, uh, kind of sums it up very well. He, he said that oi music exists because in punk, there was these trendy university people right. using right. long words, trying to be artistic and losing touch with, yes. with everybody. Yes. And I, I, I think that there's some truth to that. I think that in, in England, especially, uh, not to take away from anybody going to art school, but it, it, it was like punk was meant to be a street thing and then you had these kind of more like intellectuals getting into it and that's fine but they wanted the idea of boy music was to bring it back to a street working class level right okay now it actually goes back further okay because we were talking about the 70s right there and actually the skinhead movement goes back to the 60s in england um, and it was based on what was called ska music, rock steady, and eventually reggae, reggae. music. 
All right, and um, and the mods um, and the mod scene. In it the was 60s. a mix of a lot of weird shit. Yeah. It was like that, that well, it genre. Was, it was well, like it's all genre. Like, it, it was the West Indies movement to to England after the after World War Two, mm-hmm. and um, you had the Jamaicans coming in, and uh, you had that that music. But before that, a lot what the English kids were doing, and think about it, this was after World War Two, so kids were making money, cultures were were divided. But there was an uh, influx of the West Indies going to yeah. the United Kingdom. There was the, um, well, first of all, the mods were really just soul, working class soul, soul music. music. They were just soul music, yeah. And actually, they're the ones who made the Fred Perry, which Fred Perry fail, which is what I like. Anyways, they're the ones who brought that because it looks cool. But they took it from the American preppy East Coast look. Yeah. So that's where the skinhead. The actual down image, shirts, yes, the button-down like shirts, suspended. the Harringtons. Yeah, the, uh, Harrington the, bo- the boots came from, from what I understand, talking to a skinhead uh, back in England. It actually came from when it was ending of, of, of the war, right? And those were the things to well, wear. It was probably military surplus. It was a military, yeah. So yeah, that's all they had left was army yeah. boots to wear. They exactly. Were, there were no so regular like, boots. So like, so when the mod thing started, those were the kids who were against, revoked against the rockers. Yeah. And you had like you know they dressed well because they had money. Their parents fought overseas, and, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah. But skinhead mm-hmm. really came from when the West Indies moved to help rebuild a yeah a in, city the, in the in the fifties and early sixties there was a immigration of West Indian, particularly Jamaican Jamaicans people yeah, moving Jamaicans. back to England. Jamaica was a was a colony. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, by sixty two sixty three, Jamaica got their independence. But there was still an influx of people moving back to England, and to this day, people from so Jamaica and England go back yeah, and forth. Yeah, and, okay. and and Guatemala and yeah. Central America. Yeah. But that's where like the whole like you took this culture of mod, which was American soul, African American music mm-hmm. that probably wasn't as influential as, for example, the Curtis Mayfield or anything on Motown. Mm-hmm. Where no, just, it was more Motown. It was more Motown. Curtis but Mayfield then you had, you like had the blues. Like every day well, originated so from you the had, blues. You had yeah. these white kids who in England who liked it, and then you had the influx of the Jamaicans who came in with their, which is now there, there's a great There's a great scene um, in the movie Quadrophenia, the Who movie, mm. okay? Because that deals with mods and rockers. Mods and rockers. And, and, and <sighs> that very early scene. And like right before the skinheads. Right, that was right before the skinhead scene. Now, th- there's a scene in there where uh, the lead guy goes, the, the mod guy, he goes into the mod club, okay, and they're playing "Do Do Run Run" from the Crystals, yeah, okay, and they're all dancing to it. If you listen to early Who, very early Who, like my generation, and before they were the Who, they were called the High Numbers, yeah, the High Numbers, and they were, they played all soul music. That's what they were. They were mods, yeah, right? okay. Well, then you can also go back to like Slade. Well, who Slade were- came in the late '60s, and they took on a the skinhead, skinhead image, look which their manager told me even the they sweets, weren't they were, too, the, no the sweet didn't do that no the sweet didn't do that they were very well dressed guys yeah but it was yeah but it was a different scene it yeah was, they weren't skinhead in that. that time became sweet such a huge no but they got dressed like them a little bit like they had that thing but they played different music but they told the style pretty full the slate well, slate did yeah slate had their first like two albums they were that? but why did they do that why because the manager told him this is yeah. what teenagers are listening to. That was, Ch- that was Chaz Chandler from the Animals. So oh, told him no to wonder. do that. Okay, told him to do that. All right. And the the animals were kind of 
wouldn't really have lumped them in with mods, dredge, but they, they, but they, were, they, were, they were liked by the mods. You know what was yeah. funny when that guy was telling us, Sonny was telling about when Joey Pinto show up and he said, you got a grill jacket. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look the part, get a jacket, get dressed. I, I thought that was funny, yeah. man. So, so anyway, so, so yeah. <laughs> the oi came in from when punk rock came from the pond. Well, but, but before you get into that, uh, Fail, um, in the late 60s, mid to late 60s, when, when reggae music was starting to pick up, uh, it influenced all the Jamaicans it in is. England. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, what, what's what you got to remember about the UK is it's a small country. It's a small country. So you have this huge influx of Jamaican people and their culture is kind of taking over. Right. You know, in a right. sense. And the, yeah. the, the young kids are accepting it. The young, exactly. young, white Especially British the working kids. class British yeah. kids. Yeah. They're, they're, the working class kids are accepting it because what's happening is they're coming from Jamaica. They don't have a lot of money. Where are they settling? They're settling in Brixton. They're yeah. settling in other the East End. Uh, Birmingham, the East working, End, working yeah. class, yeah. working class UK neighborhoods. But they're rough neighborhoods. They were rough Very neighborhoods. neighborhoods. Yeah, yes. and, and and these guys all hung out together. Now, eventually, uh, there would be a reggae influence with punk rock. I mean, these guys, exactly. the well, guys in the Clash, grew up. Don, in, Don Letts, we can. Yeah, know. Don Letts, we can talk about so, that after. Yeah. yeah, guys, let me tell you. So they tell the stylish origins of oil music is punk rock, gram rock, pub rock, Pubber. drinking song. Football chants, folk music, and yep. sky. Yes. Yep. How so, the fuck do you make anything well, out of that? It's just, well, I mean, <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, okay, okay. That's like a lot of fucking. It's a lot of, okay, it's, a, it's, a big, it's a big, it's a big stew. Okay, Mr. Professor. What the fuck? How many gender do you fucking well, need? Well, <laughs> well, think about, think about American um, underground music and all that. The punk scene in America yeah. obviously came from New York City. It came from the Bowery. It came from St. Mark's. It was more of an artistic scene. So when punk rock was introduced well, to yes, England. Yeah. But you know what punk rock was? It was great rock and roll, but really fast. Yeah. That's all well, it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you boil it down, roll, that's you all it, it is. Yeah, it's, it's, all, yeah. It's, it's rock and roll. But the thing is, like, you have to think about the times, too. I mean, not everybody was going to go out of their way to buy Carol King's Trapacity. Couldn't not afford it. Everybody was going to go out of their way to buy the Led Zeppelin album. Yeah. They were going to go buy the Ramones record, which was like yeah. probably like $3. They were going to all, on Well, it went right to the cutout then. Yeah. They were all, <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, the, well, the Velvet Underground. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah. guys know this. When vinyl was being sold as like gifts for like when you buy a record player, yeah. it was the Velvet Underground record. So that's how a lot of the English kids and american kids they got into that it. stuff yeah they picked up so when it. it comes to like the whole genre of oi oi is really just an offshoot of punk oi is probably it's the first it's a subgenre that came from punk right which in in right. our in before the you know during i'm, I'm old but anyways no like, no no you it, make it perfect sense because what what it did is there, there were some people in the punk movement that didn't relate with some of the punk bands in britain Okay, um, because they came from more of an art school background. Right. Now, now let's just go over again. We've talked about this. But art school, religion based. Art, art school, yeah, Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but, that's but, but, but the thing is, if you what if you don't have the money for that? Yeah, but the thing is, okay. The, so you were you were a poor, you're poor working class family. You can't even afford art school. Yeah, right. And most people can afford art school in England. But they're, okay, probably so smoking, they put, they're probably smoking weed. But, but the <laughs> thing is, like, like, I mean, look at the American. That goes without saying. I mean, look at the Drinking punks. Smoking I mean, weed. look at the punks in America. It can date back to, I mean, Bessie Smith and all that with the English. I mean, even at the time when they discovered what we were doing here, 
when uh, Malcolm McLaren came here to try to manage the Dolls and all that, you know that. But that's you know it's punk. Well, I mean they they that Malcolm McLaren managed the very end of the Dolls the last six yeah. Months. But here's the thing, and so he, Coxbart comes into well, this this yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. which is which is yeah, oil. like Sham sixty nine and all those. So here's guys. the thing. So all those bands, Sham sixty nine, Coxbart, Coxbart came into the scene in nineteen seventy three. Like a pub and rock band. They were a pub rock band. And it was Colin Fall and Serge Brothers. What does it mean pub rock? That they mostly play at bars. They oh, played at bars. Yeah, bands and like were, Eddie and the Hot Rods. Yeah, yeah. Eddie and the oh, Hot Rods. And they, they were part of that whole, you know, England pub. Yeah. Joe well, Strummer had the 101ers. That right. was, you know, he had a popular band. He did. So, like, all that, like, became, like, it's also about, like, the voice and all that. And for me, when I, I got into everything when it comes to Oi, it started with reggae for me mm-hmm. as an American skinhead and, and the American first generation skinhead. I got into reggae. See, but now I got to interrupt you. Okay. You, you are actually very unique because you're a younger, you weren't around in the 60s. No, first yeah. generation. Yeah. So, well, I'm first generation as far as like, first my, generation as far as what that's what, what my family can do. Right. But right, like, right. I got into skinhead in, um, in Guatemala and mm-hmm. it was the Jamaican influence. But I remember being a kid seeing the hardcore latino dominicans puerto ricans with the boots you know you got your irish kids you have jewish kids it had nothing to do with like you know, there was no race there was no nothing it. about that but like it was about the music and it was about the music there was another thing about the uk that was fascinating you could be a real shitty band here and you go over there and they fucking love you and you can do hits over there there's so oh, many yeah. bands. They, they have a different i mean the new york so dolls there's so many bands here that they started here right they started in New York, right? Right. And they couldn't make it here, so they went to England, and it's like, oh my God, this is like, and they were much more acceptable well, to well, new music me, than like, Americans, like, I think. Well, for me, like you know? skinheads I met during the seventies, skinheads I met who were part of the nineteen sixty nine spirit of sixty nine. Yeah. They told us like, you know, we liked punk, but we didn't think it was real because it was an image thing. And if you got made fun of for looking like kind of preppy and all that, that's where Skinhead came in, mm-hmm. and that's where Oi came in. And then let's talk about, I mean, the I mean, uh, the Foreskins, Alex and Tom Court, who was uh, a a swainhead. Yeah. But all four members, the original members, were actually Skinheads. You had the Rockabilly, you had the Skinhead, and you had the Punk, and then you had the Cockney Rejects, who was Jeff Sticky Turner. And all that, you know, the, the the West, you know, like the West Ham kids. Yeah. You had um, uh, the business, uh, Mickey. You had Blitz. Edith, Mickey, yeah, you had Blitz. Blitz. So like Sham sixty nine. So like I feel like those bands are like you know these like this scene is kind of cool, but they're artsy kid. Where these these lower, you know, class kids from England. Yeah. You know, like you guys are complaining like you're anarchists and all that, but you really don't know what it's like. Right to be a working class person who does really yeah, suffer. You go, you go home to your and family the, or whatever. And then yeah. the image of what the working class in England is, I feel like it's just like the working class of Latin America where it's like the Dickies, the the, the, the Cholo, you know, flannels. Where England it was inspired by the West Indie kids mm-hmm. and the uh, the preppy look which which became skinhead. But you know what the thing with the skinhead? They always got like that real because you know what? A lot of the bands were in association with uh, like the National Front 
Oh, the British no, no, that, no, that was no, later. No, no, no. None of the bands. None no, of the bands. No, I mean, none of the bands were that. But some of the fans that came in later on, they were that, all. That were... wasn't until a little bit later. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but that's, they, but, but that's the when original... they got. That's when the things started changing. Yeah, like I, that. I, I, and the football hooligans started hooligans. getting involved with that. Well, got, yeah, but they were. Here's the thing. But they, I think the football hooligans started in the beginning. I think the oi when oi came out, it was like what the English artistic kids were doing. As not compared to the American, I mean, we're a big country. Yeah. You know, and New York City is a center. It's a center, yeah. but it's not, it's more of an artsy scene. You come yeah. in to be a, an artist, a photographer, a writer, a painter, a musician. We're there. Now that's... you can't afford it. No. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Like, I feel like when Oi started, and I think jo- I, I think Joe Strummer said it best, the Cockney Remix. Yeah. Were the voice. I mean, they had the song. What? They have the song. Oi, oi, they oi, invented you know? oi. Yeah. They invented the term oi. Which, well, oi, which... oi actually, technically, it's it's a it's a Cockney slang it's version. A co- it's Cockney for, slang. Hey, like hey you, hey you say like oi, oi, hey, yeah, oi, you know, like trying to get someone's attention. Oi, yeah. you know, hey you. But um, I mean, I mean, Joe Strummer said it best, mm-hmm. and Joe Strummer was there from the beginning. But I think what this what the oi movement was was actually disenfranchised English people. Who were seeing like people like the Sex Pistols, the Clash, mm-hmm. becoming successful, but they were artsy kids. Here are guys whose family actually did grow up in poverty, first generation Jamaicans, first generation Irish. Like you're talking about anarchy, but we're actually the ones who are suffering. So I feel like when the oil movement started, and then you bring in like the soccer type Hooligan of culture, the hooligan or, or casuals as we're known as. Yeah. And you bring in like skinheads who revived in 1975 mm-hmm. because of, well, actually 1977, mm-hmm. my apologies, because of the punk movement. It was a react to you guys think you're rebellious, but you have guys like Hawkins on the court from the Foreskins. You yeah, have um, Colin McCall from, from a Coxbar. Yeah. You have uh, Jeff Dickey Turner from. Cockney rejects. These were the English managers like, you guys really don't know what it's like to suffer. Man. And I think that's where Oi was really a split from the punk women. It was so punk. It was so punk, but they had their the the skinhead involvement, which it introduced the, the, the style of the Yeah. And with that with the with that influence you it brought that style. Yeah. Okay, and the then unfortunately and there was that political well, that would take Boundary, a little time. But like, because they, takes, they, 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 there was a few years. But like, if, were... if you look at skinheads from 1960, 1967 to 1969, they were dressed like American preps. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where they got their look. That's where the heritage came from, the sheepskin. I mean, we were in Tompkins Square. They all look like preppies. Yeah. From, that's where the, the skinheads developed that look from the American preppy. East Coast, and then the Jamaican look of the suits. The rude boy look. The, the rude boy. Yeah. The rude boy. And then the boots, which we still can't explain it because... It just was a blue-collar thing. It was okay? just... It, 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 like I said, it, it was yeah, introduced... Like you say, the boots might the military. It was military, military sir. It, 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 yeah. it was introduced after World War II, but like... Yeah. It just came from that. That whole development of that scene. And then when Oi started, I still think that Oi... If there was, a, if punk would have started in America, it started from RT, you know, kids. We had Patti Smith, we had Richard L. And then you go to England where Malcolm McLaren introduced it. And it's crazy how 
the Sex Pistols became a part of what Malcolm McLaren wanted. Right. But he wanted Coxfire. Yeah, that that's who we wanted to sign. Yeah. And, and, and they, they were, rejected, they were, they were they rejected the, the contract because they want to get haircuts. But it's weird how the developers of Captain Roy, which is a record label, which I think is like one of the most biggest compilation of boy bands, of, oi, of punk, punk rock general, and roll, yeah. because they introduced to Menace, mm-hmm. Angelic Upstart, fucking um, The Last Resort. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all that coming here. To, to the United States, to New York City, where we had Agnostic Front, the Beastie Boys. Um, and we had the West Indie culture that was introducing us to what skin and culture was. Oi to us was, I think, more punk rock than what punk rock in England was trying to do. And what we did here is we introduced it from what, like, the energy of the very working class. And we had the Bad Braves. We had... Uh, uh, agnostic front here mm-hmm. in New York City. Yeah, we had the Chromags. Chromags, right? We identified with that image because of the violence and because of where we came from. We're working class kids. Punk rock is cool, but we don't identify with you because a lot of you guys are from the Upper East Side, the suburbs. The suburbs. Yeah. You know, you came. You guys came here from Yonkers. We're actually in the ghetto. Yeah. You know, and then we're introduced to this amazing culture. And I think what DC did with the Bad Brains and with Minor Threat, minor threat from the Greek, um, and um, I mean, Iron Cross, that yeah, was, yeah. to me, is the first actual boy band that was from America. From America. Yeah. But, but Agnostic Front really did pay attention to what was going on. And, 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 and uh, Vinny. Stigma, uh, Vinny Stigma from shout from, out to Vinny Stigma, yeah, from from Agnostic, from Agnostic Front, Vinny Front. Stigma. You know, he was like, you know, he's like the first New York punk rocker. Well, actually, basically. he yeah, was yeah. part. He was part of the '77, yes, he was '16, and so, so was he had all that to draw from. Yeah, and so was our boy Jerry Smiley. Yeah, who saw what's what was going on. Once you go south, I, this is what I was told. Once you go south, you know, he was still a horrible monk. <laughs> yeah, but he was my, he was a terrible monk. He was my best friend. Even until today. He was my, I, I would say. Jerry, Jerry was a good guy. He, he was, was a good guy. He was my best friend. Yes. But anyways, a terrible monk. I get it. But anyways, what I was told from from cats who were there from when CBGB's opened, mm-hmm. when you saw bands like television and all that, once you go south of Housen, that's where bands like Warzone. Yeah. Members of the so Lower East Side. It was, it was more a thing. So yeah. like with Oi... I feel but it's funny. The neighborhood was divided. You had the Max and you had, had the CBGB. That's what it was. Yeah, the Max's was, scene didn't really cater the to the Max's music. scene. Was you know, more but, right, I mean, but I mean, even the punk, you had right, the there were that, people right. that only played Max's, you had people Max's, that played right. and then you had the people that went to the Low East Side and played the home and whatever right. other places they could find them. But but again, yeah, it but turned into uh, pub rock, you know, they were playing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anyways, so boy music, I think came from the kids who listened to the propaganda of the sex pistols yeah the guys from that were in the clash the damn like the the english three bands those were the kids who was like what are you guys complaining about you know working class and all this well what about us you know and then like they took like like the culture of the english working class and that's where for me boy and i think honestly it's just the 
foreskins. That's a great name. Yeah. Um, well, they were. There was a number four. So I know. Yeah, I know. That's right. That's a great. You had some business. You had Cockney rejects. Cockney rejects. Um, Angelic upstarts. Angelic upstarts, which was more actually political. Than, they, they were more, they, but they were kind of left wing. Yeah, they yeah. were. And then you had the you had the last resort. But like, yeah. though that was like the part of what I was introduced to from Captain Roy and all that. Like, and then we have Cock uh, Cockspire. Yeah, for yeah. me. Is, would, would, let me ask you a question. Would you would you kind of lump in bands like GBH in there a little no, bit? No, they were more just straight no, punk. They were street punk. punk. No, yeah, street yeah, punk. No, they yeah. Were, but they, but but they used to play with Blitz. No, I, and they Blitz, were, they, they, Blitz the, 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 the was, shows were kind of melded in there. UK eighty two. Yeah, scene. I get that. Yeah, so the thing about you know the what they show, did that they just wanted to get different bands but to the, book a show. You know, so maybe, you got different new maybe, agenda. But they, they played you, together. Yeah, you yeah. brought everybody together. Yeah, you got that, these guys. That was, that was the thing, though. Yeah, like you have bands like Blitz and you have like bands like GBH. I mean, there's a difference. Yeah, oh yeah. That was like that was street punk, and then you have like bands like Blitz. You have bands like Coxway. You have bands like The Business. You have bands. Those are actually they got on class. well though. They they weren't yeah. enemies. They played. Right. No, together. no, they played together. Yeah, yeah. But um, how that that genre started? I mean, I think it's really cool, and I, like like. As I'm older, because I got into white music when I was 15, and it, for me it was just punk rock. Now I'm like in my late 30s. You got bands like Lionsel, you have bands like Stomper 98, you have bands like Brick Kelly. You have America, unfortunately, really didn't get caught on. I think it was more of the hardcore. Yeah, the yeah. hardcore scene. I mean, the Dropkick Murphys, I'll give them credit for being a right. part of what Oi, American Oi is, but Warzone. Um, the Iron Cross. What were you considered dropkick? You know, Celtic punk. I mean, yeah. dropkick. Dropkick like, drop yeah, work is like Celtic punk. It's Celtic punk, it but like, but they, but they are really connected with people like. But Fitz. they have oi. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and they're American Irish, you know. And then, like, and if you listen, to, like Agnostic Front, like for me, Agnostic Front. I mean, I have the boots tattooed on me. I'm like, for an American skinhead, it's all about just what the English do. But it's all about being open-minded, not being a dick, you know. And just yeah. like, and when you meet like my lads out in England, my my carnales out in Guatemala, like we just want to look sharp, have a pint, and just talk the shit, you know. Yeah, and and what oi music for me is like for me, it's actually like what punk should have been, and what Captain Oi was trying to do with the compilations. I mean, that's how there were several compilations. There was very. Yeah. A lot, yeah. and I think they were the first like compilation kind of band that introduced us, like going to Bleaker Bob's, going to Rebel Rebel, going to Generation Records, where you see a guy with a shaved head, yeah. and then like you used to walk around the Bowery, see the same thing. They introduced us to that. Uh, we had like um, the American one, but it wasn't that good. The record label, but that to me was what Oi is. Oi to me was fuck these artistic kids. Just gonna keep it real. We're gonna it, we're gonna talk it. about what England has, and then we got inspired yeah. by that mm -hmm. as Americans, as working class Americans, right? With the image and all that, and and let's talk. Let's be real. I mean, the boots look cool when you're wearing a pair of boots and braces. You look cool, but boy, for, to me, there's very few bands that I would connect to it. But I think when we started, I think it it was pretty much what the punks wanted to be represented, but they weren't. Just like Agnostic Front said, when there's punks in the Bowery, they're all rich kids. Yeah. Right. But when there's a fight going on, it's the skinheads showing up. And the skinhead connection to that is just the working class image 
and there's a lot of you know the american cholo the hispanics we shave our heads we wear khakis we wear boots and braces but i just feel like that's an amazing connection and i feel like people nowadays should still listen to it because yeah. it's Coxbar. they don't write songs they write anthems, anthems. every song like they anthem. write anthems yeah. listen to um all these american football clubs and they don't come around that much either Coxbar. no they don't but yeah. listen to listen to american seattle sounders like these american soccer clubs yeah. singing chanting Coxbar. listen to what the houston dynamos they're chanting the business it's all skinhead stuff. Um, we have Roger Moret. New York belongs to us, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I to me, That's it's just like England belongs to me. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, well, it's, it's it's a it's a cover, it's but a cover. It's, yeah, it's, they it's change, amazing. Yeah, they change and I still think they have a lot of respect for the Jamaican influence of what they were. Learning. I'll give you an example. I saw I saw Drop Dropkick Murphys. Uh, a couple of years ago, maybe four or five years ago, I saw them at Roseland, and they I were fantastic. Out, uh, a club out on Long Island called Paramount. And uh, hardcore audience really, really into them. Yeah. yeah. And every song that was played over the PA while you were waiting for the bands to change and stuff yeah. was reggae. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, they, they you know, when I, when you I don't mean, expect that, the but first that's time what I, they're into. The first time reggae, I saw you know, the business, it was reggae in between yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, you know, when yeah, you, you go see, um, when you go see Dropkick Murphy, you're like, wanna, it's like, it, it programming to be rowdy and ready to, oh, well, well, to well, well, stop no, everybody. You're like, no, I'm going to fucking I mean, stop this the, the, the same show I was just talking about. Yeah. The first song, I'm with I'm with Sandy. We're in the pit. The first song, like a fight breaks out, like yeah. 30 seconds into the song right in front of me. I'm like, all right, let's move back a little bit. All right. I mean, that's a girl. That's a different. That can happen. That can happen. I wrote that when they had a monster. I dated a girl that lost a tooth in the monster. American oil. I mean, unfortunately, we did come up with the punching people and swinging because it wasn't always like that. It wasn't like that, but it was like people who were against the yuppie kids, the college kids. just hated to see them. But like what we saw in New York City with the, with, you know, what become hardcore, which to me is American way. Agnostic Front, Chrono, yeah, yeah, the Beastie Boys. I mean, come right, on, right? Dude. They started out as a hardcore. Yeah, band. I yep. mean, like shaving the heads, wearing the boots, militant. I'm like, we're from, we're from actually a concrete yeah, jungle. They, they, tough they, they, upbringing. They, they didn't have like that uniform. There was like a uniform. Those no, I mean, like, that was uniform. Uniform. Yeah. no, and hardcore. I mean, yeah. it's still, it's still visible. You have to wear the fucking camel. No, it's, it's still visible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm the shit kickers. You wear the shit kickers. Yeah, I mean, I'm wearing a lot of them. Wear the flight jacket. Like, but, it was like, yeah, that's I, a uniform. It's amazing. Uniform. Anyways, but in Guatemala, it was more like and the little and the little and the little and the little beaties, those little hats, right? But like, no, like oil music to me is really just street punk and then. Like what punk should have been? Uh, I mean, I like GBH. I like fucking exploited, but I no, I wouldn't lump them in with that. But but no, they were they, they, were they were kind of offshoots at the same time. I mean, it was working those kids. It's like oh, yeah. they, they could pick up a guitar. I can do it. Yeah. Oh, it's like I have a shit job. I mean, G you know, G GBH came from poor backgrounds yeah, too, yeah. which is why they kind of related to the oi music. I think. Um, I gotta bring it up. I know it's not an important part of, of oi music. But over the years, probably starting in the early '80s, there was a you know a, a, a racist element that developed within it. Now I don't want to get into it because it's not part of it, but I think that that's where the misunderstandings are 
in today when it comes to this kind of stuff. Well, if you think of, I mean, if you yeah. look at the history of, of skinheads, skinheads were originally called peanuts because of the head, because the of, of the shape and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was in Spirit of '69 where everyone was like against what the hippies from America right. were doing. Just to do the opposite. The shape racism came, I think, and I don't like talking about it, but like no, it, it needs to be discussed. For it a came. It came from the working class white kids. Yeah. Who were told these Jamaicans, these Pakistanis, yeah. just like in America, these Mexicans, the Irish, right. they're taking your jobs. What are the working class in? If what is gonna, the image? It's it's the skinhead, yeah, and that's yeah. how it got from. Yeah. It, it, they they were already skinheads, and then became fucking racist. Probably. And then before that was there, yeah. there was the packy bashing and all that. But yeah, like, yeah. All that has all know, that again, has, all has nothing, nothing, to, nothing do to do with what, what the skinhead movement's about. Exactly. Um, I only bring it up because I think that to this day, that oh, no, image is something that you probably have to live with all the time. You know, all the time. People, all oh, the I'm a skinhead. Well, what is that? Oh, you're racist? No. No, I'm, that's, that's I almost, I almost lost my bar job yeah. because of my skinhead tattoos. And it's like, dude, I'm just a working class kid from the, the States. He's almost Mexican. Kind of, kind of. But, <laughs> I, but I was South of I'm actually, South I was actually very influenced by what the skinheads brought, and it's it's just it's just that's what it is. We're alternative, and today at Tompkins, that's like Boogie. Was like, Boogie's uh, all right? He, yeah, he's a, he's a skinhead. Of course, sort of. Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah, sort yeah. of, sort of, sort yeah. of. But like Boogie going lives. going mm -hmm. to the park today, just seeing like kids like. With the Mohawks, with the, the yeah. shaved heads. Everything, everything was out today. I mean, today. that, that, it was, that it was brought nice back a the show lot of great, you know. like, you know, like how I got into it, but I got into it in a third world country. Damn, I should go on. I could have mugged one or two of them. Let me ask you. So you're down, you're down in Guatemala. <laughs> I could have mugged one or two of them. Give me my shit. Desmond Decker. <laughs> so it was the reggae that you heard first. Desmond Decker. Desmond Decker. Desmond okay. Decker. Now, now how, did, how, did you, how did you first hear it? Who played it for you? I went to a um, street flea market with my cousin, who's a skinhead. And Guatemali skinheads are like um, Trojan skins, like you know, like dressed like me, like the preppy American mm -hmm. look. But reggae is huge. That actually uh, reggaeton got started in Panama, which was like you know we always reggaeton. Reggae. Yeah. But um, my cousin got me into it, and it was Desmond Decker, and it was the Israelites. Uh, the Israelites. And that was huge. And it was 1998, 99. That song was already 30 years old. Yeah, but but in, in this country, it was huge. And the uh, alternative culture of Western rebellion was going to the third world countries, but also the gang culture. Yeah. And so the skinheads and the punk rockers and the metalheads of Guatemala, we related because like we don't really care about the gang culture but listen to this music and yeah. it, it was desmond decker and my cousin and the jamaican immigrants who lived there and then like a week later i saw the boots and i was like that reminds me of like you know american kids like you know, you know what's but, funny in the united states we went to shows in the early like even in the 90s you always had like that element like the skinhead just hang out with their own group the punk yeah. Hang out here. Yeah, and then you yeah, have, no, but today, and then you have like the metal rockers that kind of them. Yeah, no, but today, <laughs> they were just, it was like there I was think, divisions. Like there was like yeah, three. No, there's tribes. There's tribes. It's, it's like, amazing how that. But like, every show that when you I, go when to I can, like I can, that, which I always find today, fascinating. I, today I think was so cool because we all just didn't care. Like we're That's all just nobody, here. Because everybody been quarantined. I just well, he was. They just wanted to get out. That was like when I was a teen. 
And yeah. unfortunately, like with the spirit of Oi, you know, which is Spirit 69, you have Sham 69, which we should bring up because yeah. they were. Well, I do want to bring them up because they're, they're one of my old time were favorite one bands of, in I mean, general. They were like you know? the, the first one to bring that up. Yeah. And Jimmy Percy. Jimmy Percy. Jimmy Percy I mean, do you, he, know, do you know what the, game, the name he came from? Hersham, which is their soccer club. Yeah, sixty nine the Spirit of the Skinners. Right. So they were the first ones, and they were all connected to the copy to the Coxwire, uh, the Cockney Rejects. Well, um, these guys are connected. When you talk about the when you talk about the Foreskins, they were all West Ham guys, and then so was the business. And then all of a sudden, you have Cock, uh, no, yeah, Sham sixty nine, which introduced that club, and then American Skinheads. I think it's kind of lame that they just like listen to what their music tells them to follow as sports mm-hmm. but it's like you're not really old. anyway that's a different thing yeah like, yeah one thing i loved about champs so you tell me about oil you will have to follow a soccer club so no it's kind of stupid no, it, no, it, no so why i mean english are into soccer anyway yeah, no, they, no, no they bring it up and it's it comes stupid. up it comes up it's just so stupid but with Sham sixty nine, I have to. We should do a show on him one day. Just, just. Oh, no, Jimmy Percy. Jimmy Percy was great. Um, He's the one that introduced skinheads to punk, and then like it was. It was like a whole... bridge between the two. But there was no oi music. There was no term for it when Sham sixty nine was out. But they, it was just punk rock. But it was a different. It was different. It was stomping. Yeah. It was. It was almost more in common with Red, Slade. Red yeah. or something like that. Was, yeah. Is, I think it's one of the and, greatest. And, and I always give them props for them having the balls to do the Yardbirds cover, Mister. You're a better man than I. Okay. And the way they did it, because in '77, '78 or so, when they did that, if you were a punk band in England covering something from the '60s, people were like, "You're an asshole. You weren't supposed to like no. the Who. You weren't supposed to like the Yardbirds." And they actually covered it and released it as a single and went on top of the pops and did it. Wow. And and I always give them props for that because it's a great song and they did it great. And uh, it took a lot of balls. To no, do no, that. no. They were actually, to me, were the first ones to be like, we're actually working class skinheads. Yes. Like, it wasn't covered. It was a it working class. Like, they were the first beginning. ones. And, yeah. I mean, that's to me. And then, but, and then you have the American side. And per- you know, per- Percy. You know, you know what's right? Like, yeah. The first time I saw. Um, when I saw like the mighty mighty Bostonia, I couldn't oh, place Boston, Boston, Boston. I couldn't I couldn't place them. They weren't like rock and roll. They weren't punk, but they weren't rock and roll. They and, were like and, ska. And that's ska. the first time yeah, I ever ska. heard that. I see, what the fuck is that? And what then I started looking, and then it went to all this shit with this all this gender where somebody would say, oh, they come from the roots of this and yeah. all the music. Well, and roots of like, reggae, which yeah, is ska. Reggae. Yeah, it was more reggae to me than um. Than anything else, it was it was it, it was really cool. They had Scott. almost that rate, especially with you know the way <laughs> no, that like, music. The other thing about white, like now in my my days, I mean, are there any oil brands like, now? I mean, yeah, yeah there is. There, there, like I just mentioned, there's Lions Law from, from France. There's Perkelly from probably Sweden. Who's listening to that? No one, because the thing is, like, oil music is just it's very it's a very touchy subject when it comes to like shit like that. Um combat 84 and all that yeah, shit which yeah. i yeah. like Comedy. but they have that far right element yeah or right wing element right wing and you have um which i don't like talking about politics but anyways they have per kelly which is awesome but like it's a hipster on guitar you have fucking jenny Wu, who started out in the scene as an acoustic guitar player do you think skinheads like hearing no. fucking folk music 
And like you look at the photos, it's like <laughs> no, not you look at the photos. I now, don't like hearing. No, no, like, <laughs> like, but like, no, but like, you have bands that you know, like Blood and Gory, and you have fucking Stomper and Yate. Um, Oi is just you really can't really say what it's like. I mean, you can call fucking the the Stillers Oi, which I think they're shit, but like, mm, I, I would call them that. They're, they're more, not. They're more like. It's fashion sort punk. of fashion punk, but uh, I do have that one. Well, I, I didn't mean to say that. I mean, you can say like, yeah. well, for example, I do have their first album. I have to admit, the old from Casuals. I yeah. do not like their fucking music. I mean, it's like you're an American from Los Angeles who played for the Last Resort, and all of a sudden you're a fucking skinhead, and you are talking about hooliganism, violence. It's like, dude, why did you do this? Like, why would you even bring that up? Like, you're almost like. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, but but American American oil for me is gonna be fucking Iron Cross, yeah. Crucified, Skinhead Army. It's gonna be Agnostic Front. Front. Yeah. Um. Even the early Beastie Boys was they were briefly, skins. briefly, yeah. But like, no oil to me, it was what what punk should have been when it no, went. The Beastie Boys is a group that I put like in the own the own gender because when well, they came out, they, they were like they, punk, they, they, rock they, and they, roll. Yeah, like, no, but they, 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 they were really great. They, they, rap. Were, they, like, they were kind yeah, of in the middle of that. They were like everything. Just the rap direction. And that yeah. Was it. But yeah. they were like, you know what, they were like one of those bands that they were like, but anyway, like, oi to me, like talking about the show, which I'm glad that you invited me to. Oi to me is just like American anything around the world working class just do what you want to do they were a fusion band and like, just we have fusion like, they had everything fusion they yeah. fusion everything yeah. together that's what i'm saying i just i just so think shit. like you just yeah. bring everything into the table yeah i th- honestly i think oi music is actually like the only form of like that kind of like rebellion where you can be just welcomed in it doesn't matter yeah it, it, it doesn't and matter that's what, what color like. you are what what what, what, what sexual what attention yeah, they don't it's, care it's, about it's just like it's just like it's not about and like going to the park today that proved that what you know like the influence that we got and let's be honest you know i'm wearing like you know look yeah yeah but i was influenced by that but at the same time they were influenced by us you know and i think that oi music street punk is a very important part of our scene you know and unfortunately new york is losing it but i thought it was until do you think that now we're on the back end yeah, of the pandemic, the, do you think it's going to make a comeback? I think that I think punk will make a bigger comeback. No, no I, I don't think so. I think I think, I, I think, I think hip hop. I think punk is cheap. I, hip, you know what? Hip hop is too much. No, it's it's, it's glamour now. But I you think, think hip hop is glam. You think glam rock? I think it's glam rap. But glam, I, know, I could it's see that like a bunch of little putos with tattoos mm-hmm. on the face. But um, I I think that, it's a lot um, of posers. It's a but yeah. No, that's but what me, it is. But like I told you, when I, I saw think those, they've gone as far as they can go with it. I I, I was walking to the park. I don't see where it can go. I, mean, I can see. You know, no, I, I like can see punk making like a little no, surgeon because punk is that easy. Rebellion. You really it's need a lot of money. You need a well, small band. What you and you very what, short. No, music. but honestly, I think oi. I mean, there is a difference. I mean, there's oi, a there's difference. Street, there's and punk is good for the ADD scene. You got this whole ADD. The remotes would be rich now with 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 a one minute, three minutes, three minutes, one minute song. That's what that's the intention. Uh, let let me just say one thing. Let me just say one thing. Now, you know, to have any kind of scene, punk or oh, you need venues, hip hop, whatever. You need venues, you need venues. You need venues. and also you need cheap, um, cheap apartments, cheap yeah. land. I mean, you know, that, okay. that is that is coming back. Well, we have seen a drop off in rent and stuff like that. Is it going to be permanent? I don't know. No, 
I don't know. Things would go but back here, to normal. Here's the thing, like though. I think, I think well, anyways, yeah. but boy music, by the way, which I, yeah, boy music to me is a big part of me discovering who I wanted to become or not even become. Bands like The Last Resort, uh, Coxfire, um, The Business, Mickey Fitz, Rest in Peace. Yeah. Um, that helped me identify who I wanted to be. Okay. And then coming from New York it City. gave you a sense of yourself. Yes, it did. With the working class of third world. Yeah. And then you have Desmond Decker, Toots and Maytel, which we went. So we saw Toots together. That was a great show. Toots. Um, right when he died last year. And I have my number tattooed. Um, wow. And then bands like Agnostic Front, who I have tattooed on me. Bands like the Chrome Megs. Bands like... Um, Bad negative approach, bad grace, beastly like that helped us identify who we were. Yeah, and I think Roger Morant said it best: If you meet a fucking hardcore kid and it's like punk rock, don't trust him, <laughs> because punk rock is what made us who we are. Right, and I'm proud of my being a skinhead. Yeah. I am. You, you know, know where they're having a surge in a more live venue called the Restriction Other, but Detroit is having a big surge in a punk rock like yeah. everything live is live music and live music is going to make a comeback and they're having such a way with live stream like you can see a yeah, lot but of these the bands is, playing, like, the thing like, is like, playing like I shows think, I, I feel like like internet is really fucking up kids lives because like yeah. I remember like waking up going to the record store buying like that John Peel compilation buying like that mm -hmm. Captain Hoy it's no more Discovery that. Menace yeah, it's Discovery very little of that, that anymore but you Everything know what? Is, it's not it's not all that bad. Cause last year records sold more. Oh yeah, they album, did. Yeah, like regular vinyl yeah, sold more than anything else, and that means people still want to people still be able to touch records. it. It's still out there. Me, I hate vinyl because it takes too much space. No, That's I just love, me. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love vinyl. You know what? I like the whole thing. I, I get what you're saying. Anyway, 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 especially like, in New York City I, apartments. I think, <laughs> I think as far as Roy, I think they really did want to do what the original English punks were trying to do. Yeah, they are underrated i feel yeah yeah i mean let me ask you something you know, we mentioned a bunch of bands just give give like the top three that you would suggest to anybody the business, who wanted to get into this yeah, the business the foreskins and uh cox bar which wasn't really an oi band they were but they brought it into it i would put sham 69 up there sham 69 yeah, of course know. but like yeah. if you're if you really want to hear that song i mean the foreskins the business the business is good. Yeah, Regents, really, but like really no, good. like no Coxbar. Yeah. As far as America, I mean Agnostic Front, Victor yeah. and Pain. I mean mm -hmm. that is skinhead. Yeah. And American skinheads. We are more because we live atop of each other and all that. We're East Coasters. It's just a great fucking. And you're all brothers. Yeah. 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 yeah it's a brotherhood. You know. And but, then you have Bad Brains. Totally. Rastafari. Bad Brains. But like fantastic. no, but I feel like as far as like skinhead American. It's uh, Agnostic Front from New York City, and the Irish Americans from from Boston, Dr. Yeah. Murphy's. Yeah, Kid Murphy's fantastic. Yeah. And but like yeah, but like as far as Oi music, I mean, it's just I mean, it dates back to like the sixties, the reggae music. If you don't like reggae, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you got to get down with that. Listen, Fail, I want to thank you for coming on. All thank right, you. thank you, brother. Thank you, and uh, you're welcome anytime. And we're gonna have you on again with the slits. Fail, how can how can people get in touch with you? Like, uh, Fail NYC on Instagram. I'm a photographer and a poet. Um, I work at Kalani Rose after the shutdown. You can come see me. Lucky. And I'm at Lucky on Tuesdays. And uh, I'm actually part of the original podcast. Yes, this guy's been here from the very <laughs> yeah. beginning. And we, 
appreciate that. Uh, Rob, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on anything getting lumped up, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look getting lumped up and you'll see my big head come out. And it, is, it is a big head. A big Very head. big head. And how can we get in touch with you, Mike? Okay, I'm all over. Uh, Rocker Mike 212 on Instagram. I am on uh, Rocker Mike on Clout Hub. Rocker Mike on MeWe. Rocker Mike on Parlor. I'm on Facebook under my real name, Michael Baker. And we have the Rock Show podcast group page on Facebook. Uh, I'm doing a little... 72 hour facebook jail session right now so don't look for me there but uh by the time you see this i'll be out but uh always in jail always in just fucking running my mouth i can't help it so thank you very much thank you Fayo, for coming on and you. you're gonna be on real soon with all your skinheads <laughs> uh jerry smiley i miss you yeah uh vinnie stigma my hero we'll see and, you soon and and jack yeah. newmark shout out to you yeah and jack Jack, yeah. We also got Maddie. Then we got yeah, Maddie. Maddie the cameraman. Matt. And if you're interested in the foreskins, holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> and to that, another end of a great show. And, and what remember, do we always say? Don't, don't get, get drunk. drunk. Get, get lumped up. See you next week. Let's get lumped up on the rock show.